Hello and welcome to episode 48 of the Batflip Crazy podcast, where you'll generally find enthusiastic, data-driven fantasy baseball analysis and strategy. I am your host, Toby. The reason why today's podcast is slightly different and why I say you'll generally find enthusiastic, data-driven fantasy baseball analysis and strategy is because on today's show, we are going to do a little bit of a holiday special, if you will. Um, Folks may have seen on Twitter, I have promoted uh, my brother, Ethan's, uh, nonprofit organization called Keep Playing Baseball, which does a lot of great work um, to make sure that everybody can afford and have access to uh, the opportunity to play college baseball if they would like to. Um, Over the holidays, as we were uh, spending the holidays together, Uh, I thought it might be interesting to do a little bit of an interview with Ethan and provide a little bit of background to folks who listen to the podcast who are obviously passionate about baseball, uh, about the organization, kind of where it came from, what it's doing, and how people may be able to contribute. Uh, As some folks may know, or you may not, um, at the end of the year, a lot of folks are looking to give to different charitable organizations since donations to 501c3 nonprofits are tax deductible. And so I thought, what better time uh, to do an interview with my brother and let him share a little bit more about his work than the holiday season as folks are looking to make those gifts. Uh, For those of you who only listen to the podcast for the fantasy baseball analysis, you may want to uh, just wait for the next episode to come out, which will be shortly. But for those who are curious about the organization and are looking uh, at places to give, obviously the content that I provide is all free. Um, Don't charge anything for that content, whether it's on social media or here on the podcast. Um, But, you know, this is one uh, opportunity where I'm passionate about something and I would love it if folks would consider uh, donating to the organization. So a special uh, Batflip Crazy podcast episode with my brother, Uh, Ethan Gavon, Executive Director of Keep Playing Baseball. You can reach uh, and learn more about the nonprofit at keepplayingbaseball.org. He also has a podcast called College Recruiting 101 by Keep Playing Baseball that you can find on all of your normal uh, podcast platforms. Uh, Really interesting stuff uh, that he is doing. One thing that Uh, he forgot to mention um, as we were going through is that right now at this time of the year uh, there is a match that's going on uh, for the organization so any donation between now uh, and the end of the year will be matched up to um, $2,500 so now is a great time uh, now is a great time to give so I hope everybody has had a wonderful holiday season I hope uh, that you find the interview interesting we did have a couple audio issues, so I had to uh, piece together a couple segments, so there may be um, a couple of redundancies here and there, but I think overall the interview uh, came out well. Um, yeah, so I really hope you do join this. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at BatflipCrazy, Instagram at BatflipCrazy, Facebook BatflipCrazyFantasy, the blog, which I actually updated recently, is at BatflipCrazy.com. If you're interested, again, in learning more about Keep Playing Baseball, keepplayingbaseball.org, also available on Twitter at keepplayingbaseball. Hope you enjoy it. Hope your fantasy baseball research is going well. Let's get this party started.
Hello, Ethan, and welcome to the Bat Flip Crazy Podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Yeah, well, you know, with anybody with your tremendous last name, is always welcome to be on the podcast. And there's very high expectations for sure for anybody uh, with that last name that you have. Yeah, well, I, I think as long as you don't force me to give any fantasy baseball advice, uh, I think we'll be in pretty good shape. Yeah, well, I will, I will also do you the favor of sparing you a humiliation of recounting our, the days of our youth and the many times that I made you look foolish uh, on the baseball field. So that sounds like a good gentleman's agreement for me. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think you're giving yourself a little too much credit there. I'll give you the fantasy sports, but <laughs> that's where I'll draw the line. All right. Well, I'll, I'll, I take the fantasy, you take the real baseball, um, and, and we'll go from there. So Perfect. I mentioned in the intro that uh, you run a nonprofit organization called Keep Playing Baseball, um, which um, is a great organization. And as we head to the end of the year, there's a lot of people who are thinking about making charitable donations and uh, nonprofits that they should be thinking about. And as a baseball podcast, a fantasy baseball podcast, uh, I thought it would be good to let people know a little bit more about the organization. I promoted uh, Keep Playing Baseball on Twitter before, but thought I'd have you on um, as a fellow gave on to uh, provide a little bit more information for folks who may be interested. So tell us a little bit about what Keep Playing Baseball is. Yeah, sure. So, Keep Playing Baseball is a 501c3 nonprofit organization, and we're dedicated to helping high school baseball players and their families navigate the college baseball recruiting process um, and, and have the opportunity to play at college. And so the basic premise of what we're trying to do is use baseball as a vehicle to encourage kids to attend and graduate from college. Um, and we don't think that money or lack of resources should prevent kids from having that opportunity. And so what we've done is we've created a website, comprehensive website that's free and open to anyone who needs it that covers pretty much all topics, um, recruiting and development. And so that, you know, high school baseball players and their families can make, make educated decisions throughout the recruiting process and understand that the journey you know, the way the journey works um, so that they can make it to the next level. Definitely. And, and so it's a nonprofit with a fairly specific kind of niche um, and focus. So how did the organization get started? Yeah, so we started as a memorial website for Scott Heinig, who was a former D1 pitcher at UC Davis and a high school teammate of mine. Um, and when he passed away, he was back at our high school as the pitching coach. And, um, you know, one of the things that Scott was really passionate about was helping his players and high school players in general have the opportunity to play college. So really working with them to provide them with the confidence and the knowledge, uh, in addition to his coaching to understand that that's something that they could achieve if they worked hard and had a plan. And so, um, we were trying to think of ways that we could kind of continue his effort and we came up with the idea for a website. And so, you know, the thing that's really important for us is that a kid from any background uh, can end up on our website with 
zero dollars to spend on the recruiting process and have all the information and resources that they need to, you know, give them uh, the information and empower them to kind of lead their own recruiting process and have the opportunity to play college baseball. Sweet. And because I'm a very good brother, I have been to the website and I've seen, you know, the wealth of resources that you guys do have. How can parents and players use the resources um, that are on your website and that you share through social media? Yeah. So there's, there's a a couple different ways that people can use it. Um, One of the things that we say a lot on social media and in talking to parents is just the idea that, you know, 10 to 15 minutes a day goes a long way. And so we encourage people to check in with our resources. Often we post anywhere from eight to, you know, upwards of 12 articles on our blog each week covering different topics, um, kind of time, time relevant topics based on the time of year. Um, and so that's probably the best way to do it uh, would be to I guess to make a fantasy baseball analogy and you can let me know if this goes horribly <laughs> wrong, but um, if you check your team a little bit every night and stay on top of what's happening in MLB, you're going to be in a lot better shape than if you just check your team once a week um, and try and cram everything at once. And so, you know, the same is true for the college baseball recruiting process. If you're building the base of knowledge, if you're, taking the time to understand the way the process works and the hoops that you're going to have to jump through in order to make it to the college level. You know, you're going to put yourself in a a really good position. Um, But the way that our website is structured, we have a parents page um, because we, and the feedback that we get is basically parents have a hard time understanding what their role in the recruiting process is. And so, you know, they either, tend to go one of two ways they're either overly involved um to the point where they're interfering with their son's process or they're under involved and allowing their teenage son to make this huge life decision on their own so we have the parents page for parents Um, we have yearly pages for the players so a year for freshman freshman year of high school sophomore year of high school junior and senior year all have their own page with designated resources. And then we have a a host of other um, sources of information, but one of the most important kind of walks parents or players through the recruiting process from start to finish, telling them what to do, when to do it and and how to do it best. So um, a lot of information and a lot of different ways you can use it, but we definitely encourage parents to kind of check in on a regular basis and players to check in on a regular basis just so they can stay on top of things. Awesome. Awesome. And so uh, both parents and and players can benefit from this. Um, How many people would you, would you say that you guys are reaching uh, on an annual basis? Yeah. So this has been a 2018 has been a really good year for us. Um, We've nearly tripled our web traffic and our web users from last year. And so this year we'll reach about 75,000 people um, through our website. And then we do some in-person stuff uh, where we're interacting with high school teams, local high school teams, camps, and uh, and different organizations. 
talking to parents and, and kids. So I would say right around 75,000 people is a uh, is pretty good estimate of, of our reach for this year. That's awesome. And you mentioned some of the camps and things like that that you – uh, have gone to are there some examples of recent ones that um you know that that can kind of show a bit about what you guys are doing with your in-person work yeah so this past high school season um, we worked with three high schools in the sacramento area to provide information and connect them with our resources and so that was uh you know doing q a sessions uh, focus groups and and really understanding kind of what the barriers are for these parents and players and then giving them the resources and the information to overcome those barriers um, we've got a couple cool clinics uh, and partnerships lined up for the next year as well where we're doing um, we're partnering with the field house which is a, a baseball facility in concord california and we'll be running free clinics where players are going to be provided the opportunity to use the facility for free. And at, while they're hitting and getting their work in, we'll do a recruiting talk with parents. And then when that's finished, the kids will come over and join and we'll give them a free recruiting talk as well. So uh, stuff like that, where we're just trying to connect, you know, on a person to person basis with, players and and parents let them know that there's people who are willing to support them and help them through this process without uh you know having their hand out and trying to charge them an arm and a leg for it yeah well i know that um the recruiting process can be uh really expensive do you have a sense of what um you know what are some of the price what are some of the prices that we're talking about to play in some of these more competitive um leagues and or you know the recruitment process in general yeah um so you know one of the things that's happened is people have realized that they can make money off of youth sports and so um you see a lot of people who are taking advantage of the fact that you know it might be a a kid's dream to play college baseball and um given that the pot that you know the recruiting process is pretty can be pretty confusing and has a lot of ups and downs Um, parents are put in a pretty vulnerable position as well where they really have no reason to understand the way the process works Um, and unfortunately a lot of people try and take advantage of that and uh, and make money off of it so um, you know it's hard to say exactly how much kids are paying Um, our premise is that you actually don't need to spend any money to play college baseball Um, it's not necessary so there's useful and effective free alternatives to essentially everything that parents and players are told they need to do to get recruited and so um, you know travel ball is a big thing now and uh, there's been some studies I know the Aspen Institute has done some research on that their project play stuff and found that you know, the average price of playing club sports now is up around a thousand dollars, which, um, you know, for, for families who don't have a lot of money, that's a significant chunk of their budget and it's just not feasible. And so, um, kids are being told that they have to do these things in order to play college baseball, which 
simply isn't true. And so a lot of them, you know, even though they're qualified, you know, and have the skills and the, the academics to play at the next level, they're stopping and, and they're being prevented from playing because they're being told that they have to do X, Y, Z and they can't afford it. So, um, you know, that's kind of where we are trying to step in and push back against some of the myths of, of the profitization and, and monetization of youth sports and, and let people know that they don't have to actually spend a ton of money to play college baseball, but um, you know, camps and showcases and travel ball can be really expensive. You know, we're talking about hundreds, if not thousands of dollars each year. Definitely. And then, um, and where, where did you get a lot of your knowledge? You're obviously providing a lot of information to people and you're knowledgeable about the process. Can you tell folks a little bit about your background and, um, you know, where you've learned what you've learned? Yeah. So the quick version is, you know, I, I went to Carleton College, which is a D3 uh, school in Minnesota, played there for four years. I spent a couple years playing abroad after graduating from college. So did a season in Belgium and a season in Australia. And then I came back to the States and I was a, a grad assistant baseball coach at Cal Berkeley for two years. Um, and then I spent three years uh, at a mid-major division one school, uh, University of South Carolina upstate in Spartanburg, South Carolina. And so um, all of this, the coaching was taking place as we were launching Keep Playing Baseball and, and establishing the foundation. Um, and so I coached at the Division One level for five seasons and uh, spent some time as a recruiting coordinator at University of South Carolina Upstate and pitching coach, infield coach, um, you know, various responsibilities. But that's kind of my background in baseball, uh, both playing and coaching. And um, it's been two seasons since I was a college coach, um, but obviously have leaned into my network pretty heavily um, and taking advantage of you know, the people that I've gotten to know and the experiences that I had and, you know, trying to recruit hundreds of kids each year and, and seeing the way the process plays out. Definitely. Um, and what are some of your longer term uh, goals uh, for the organization? Um, it's obviously uh, it's fairly small now. What are, what are some of the, you mentioned some of the plans you have for this upcoming season, thinking more long-term if people were to give uh, to the organization, what are the things that they can look to see uh, in the future? Sure. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing to note is just that, you know, all the money that we get from donations goes right back into the players and families that we serve. And so there we have, we've been able to operate on a, a pretty shoestring budget and achieve a lot in doing so. Um, and I think that's one of our strengths is we don't have a ton of overhead. We've put in the legwork so that, um, you know, we already know that our resources are working as intended. We're hearing back from players and parents who are using keep playing baseball to have success in the recruiting process. Um, and our goal is just to, kind of continue to fight back against the trend of, of increasing costs for youth baseball and show that, 
you know, you don't need to have a lot of money to play college baseball. So, you know, long-term goals, um, I think we're really just starting to scratch the surface. Um, so we've had some preliminary talks with a lot of people. We've partnered with um, the Junior Giants, which is uh, the San Francisco Giants Community Fund's flagship baseball program, which provides baseball for 24,000 kids on the West Coast. Um, but I think, you know, long term, it would be wise for Major League Baseball to take a look at what we're doing. Um, you know, what we're doing is, is working, and we know that it's working. We're getting great feedback with that. Um, Major League Baseball is having a little bit of an issue with maintaining a younger audience. So, you know, the people who are watching Major League Baseball on TV, generally speaking, are, you know, over 40, over 50 years old. And so um, I think what we do is important for baseball in a number of different ways because we're looking to help out the kind of the kid in the middle, right? The kid who just given a little bit of extra support and encouragement can make it to college baseball. Um, the superstar kid often gets the help that he needs, you know, more times than not. So major league baseball has some, some great programs that are focused on finding talent in underserved areas and kind of developing that um, and providing resources for that, which is outstanding. Um, but I think there's a huge group of, of players kind of in the middle, right? So not the superstar and not the kid who has no chance, but the kid that just needs a little bit of extra help who can be a college baseball player. And so what happens when those kids are provided the opportunity and the resources to keep playing baseball at the college level is some of those kids are going to turn into major league prospects. Right. Um, and the ones that don't, you know, I haven't met many college baseball players that don't follow major league baseball in some way, shape or form. And a lot of them are, are avid fans. And so what happens when you give kids an avenue to play college baseball is some of them are going to go on to play minor, minor league baseball. Some of them are going to go on to play major league baseball. Pretty much all of them are going to go on to be fans of the game. And that's what major league baseball is really looking for as well is to create more of a younger fan base. And so, um, I think there's a lot of reasons why a partnership with someone like Major League Baseball would work out well, um, because we kind of fill in the gaps. Uh, they have the play ball program for young kids, and they have programs for, you know, really talented kids. Um, and we kind of fill in that middle ground. So, you know, that would be a goal, um, partnering with like-minded organizations and nonprofits to kind of amplify what we're doing and provide more personal and individual help is also a goal. But um, I think there's a lot of different ways that we can continue to expand and make a difference, uh, you know, not only on the baseball field, because, um, you know, that's a big part of it, right? But baseball is a vehicle for, for much more. It's, you know, creating productive members of society who, who are going to benefit from that college experience. Definitely. And so the most important part of the interview is um, if people are interested in uh, learning more and donating, 
to keep playing baseball, how would they go about doing that? Yeah, there's a lot of ways to reach us um, to get our content. So we're super active on all the social media platforms. So Twitter, we're at Keep Playing BB, and then Facebook, we're at Keep. You know, we're Keep Playing Baseball. Um, Instagram, we're at Keep Playing Baseball, and then our website is www.keepplayingbaseball.org, uh, and we make donating really easy uh donations of of all different sizes make a huge difference and as i already mentioned you know go right back into helping the players and families that we serve Uh, we have a donate button or a donate page on our website it's uh you can find the tab in the far right corner of any page on our website or the the exact link would be www keepplayingbaseball.org slash donate. Um, But it's really easy to find if you end up on our website. Great. All right, Ethan. Well, thank you so much for the work uh, that you are doing. Uh, Always appreciative. You have a very uh, big fan and proud brother right here on the other end of the line. Sappy, sad music. (laughs) Uh, But but you're doing uh, really great work. It's really appreciated. I hope folks who are listening um, can appreciate the work that you're doing and maybe give a little bit if they're considering making charitable donations towards the end of this year. Um, anything else you want to mention? No, I mean, it was, uh, it was great to be on the, the podcast. Love what you're doing. Appreciate the kind words. Um, I guess the last thing I would say is if anyone needs to get a hold of me, they can reach me on my email. It's just Ethan, E-T-H-A-N at keepplayingbaseball.org. And I'm always happy to answer questions and connect with anyone who's interested in learning more about what we're doing at Keep Playing Baseball. But um, it's been fun to be on the, on the show. And uh, I hope, you know, your fans aren't bored by another, uh, another gave on <laughs> voice. <laughs> never, never. And you have your own podcast, don't you? We do. I always forget to mention that, but we are the uh, College Baseball Recruiting 101 podcast by Keep Playing Baseball. We're available on uh, Anchor and Apple Podcasts, Google, basically, you know, all the major platforms. And that's another way that we get information out to our our audience. Definitely. And this, this podcast may not even exist if you hadn't introduced me to... Uh, to anchor in the world of podcasting. So just for that alone, people should donate uh, to keep playing baseball. So thanks a lot for being on the, uh, the show, Ethan. Really appreciate it. Uh, have a happy new year. Yeah, same to you. Thanks for having me, and uh, we'll see you soon. All right, sounds good. That'll wrap it up for episode 48 of the Batflip Crazy Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you've gotten all the way to the end of this podcast, I really appreciate you taking the time to not necessarily hear uh, just about fantasy baseball, but to hear a conversation between uh, myself and my brother Ethan, who's doing great work at Keep Playing Baseball. Again, the website for Keep Playing Baseball is keepplayingbaseball.org. You can also reach Ethan on Twitter at Keep Playing Baseball. If you want to just go straight to the donate page, it's keepplayingbaseball.org slash donate. They have a match. Every donation 
uh, regardless of size, up to $2,500 will be matched between now uh, and the beginning of the year. So if you uh, are interested, the interview piqued your interest and uh, got you excited about what the organization is doing, uh, definitely go donate, uh, get involved in whatever way you can. But most of all, I just want to thank you all for listening. Really appreciate you taking time to listen to the podcast when it's normally fantasy baseball and when it's just, uh, you know, two brothers chatting about work that's happening around baseball. So thank you so very much. Uh, Have a happy new year. You'll probably get another episode before that new year happens. So I'll wish you happy new year again. But um, as always, really appreciate it. Best of luck with your fantasy baseball research. Take care and be kind to one another.